Yes, it's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy B. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. The dangling thumb. And you're listening to Quality Time Broadcast. And they paid me talks about Febreze though okay well without further ado welcome to quality time home of both quality and time I'm your host Eric Woodworth and god damn it we're back in the saddle again making jokes taking names first and foremost I'd like to introduce my blood and my brother live from a horror convention in bumfuck Pennsylvania my brother Jeremy P. Woodworth Jeremy how are you sir you know where we're living here, don't you? Um, uh, living, uh, in, living it with a hernia. We're living in Allentown. Allentown, baby. Woo! Where it's hard to keep a good man down. Hard to keep a good man down in Allentown. You know what the deal is. Jeremy, what's it like at the HorrorCon? First of all, it's also uh, worth mentioning, my sweet brother on a Sunday afternoon is in full pogo makeup, and Ashley wasn't sure if he was at the con or just at his house. True or false? (laughs) True. Very true. (laughs) Well, that's good. Which which isn't the most um, inappropriate question, like, Maybe he just dresses up like this for fun. I don't know. So I just hope that this is how you go to your job interviews. <laughs> hey, I'm here to make some fucking jewelry. My name is Pogo. Let's get I'm it. Touch your groceries. <laughs> hey. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm also joined by the very lovely, the very talented Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you, love? I'm good, Daddy. Good, Ashley. Uh, Ashley, you came to a uh, a show of mine last night. No, I did out of the middle of nowhere. And let me tell you, I've never seen an Ashley. Uh, maybe I, I, I don't know if I need to take walk this back or not. Ashley was in a full dress last night, and I don't think I've actually ever seen Ashley in a full dress. Um, that's probably true. I, I just the, the two years we've known each other. I obviously um, have no intention of you being attracted to me, and it's just so time-consuming <laughs> to shave all of this this weed work I've got going on. And I finally felt empowered. You know, all the new medication I'm on really inspires one to take better care of themselves. Well, it was good. I thought you looked very lovely, and thank you. I wasn't, again, Aww. expecting you to come up, but I was excited to see you. We got to see the great Merle Rogers at this venue, oh, no. so shout-outs, Merle. Big fan of the show. Also, Jeremy, I muted you because you have a ton of background noise and then realized I couldn't unmute you, um, so I apologize <laughs> for that. I just want you to know that you are indeed muted. And No, I got the notification. Maybe I should try to find a more... Uh, quiet space. No, that's Bullshit. pretty. That's Hear good. me. Go louder. That's, go louder. No, I like I like the people screaming in the background. That's good for our listeners. So yes. I will I will indeed mute you again, but you'll have to unmute yourself when you want to talk. I don't even know how to. It's too late. I've already muted you. So uh, and now Coochie Harnage is somehow unmuted, and then I didn't want to. I then okay, you're back. You're back. Listen, we're dealing with technical difficulties. Look, no, no, no. Sometimes I mute myself because if I think my laughter will overpower you trying to talk, 
I will mute myself while I laugh. I don't want it to distract our See, listeners. Hey, I want to be honest with you. don't 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 mute yourself laughing. I want that. I want that as part of the as part of the pond. That's an important part. I didn't I didn't know that a woman was allowed to laugh on this. Video. I I would like to give This is Taliban Radio. Welcome to Taliban Radio where we allow women to laugh three times a day. Uh, um, I call it the Afghan caftan. <laughs> the Afghan hey, caftan. Hey, have, have you heard what the Westerners do? They they let their women read books now. <laughs> I know. I'm such an infidel. I masturbated before we got the car. Hell yeah. Oh, we will definitely yeah. circumcise that. Oh, Jesus. Female circumcision is a real thing, and I'm not for it. Anyway, Ashley, you came to this. The best way to describe the venue last night, would it be 19, like, turn of the century uh, parlor where one would get a seance done, yay or nay? Yes. Very, very funny. Eric actually told a, a great joke about it being haunted and about the way they used to prop bodies up versus putting them in the coffins, which was so funny because it's 100% accurate. It absolutely looks like a place where you would host a wake uh, in the 1900s. Right. Yes. I, love it. I liked that. Um, and it was funny. I knew nothing about this venue going in uh, except that uh, the the sweet booker asked me. And I did play this game like, I'm not sure I know who this is, but we're Facebook friends. Let's go on a two-hour ride up to Carlisle, PA, and find out what's going on. And uh, I didn't hate it. It was a good show overall. I made – this was a weird thing that happened, Ashley. And I think you got to witness this, was that there was an old lady that was sitting up front, okay? An old lady who was very close to me, like one of the closest people to me. And she she comes up after the show, because I'm a, I'm a person that engages. If you're not going to, I like to find every person. In fact, I find it a challenge if there's somebody who's not into the show, I want to make them into it. So I, I actually yeah, will single them out, like the guy who crossed his arms, like all this shit, right? This is inside baseball stuff. But this one Eric lady- is the same with women that cross their legs. He's like, she's going to give it to <laughs> Exactly. Yes, yes. It. I need that. I need that in my life. So uh, I got this older lady who was sitting at the table with her two daughters. We learned. I learned throughout the night. Um, and she comes after me after the show, and she had some good laughs. And she goes, "Hey, I just want you to know." She she starts out with this. She was like, "My husband died a year and a half ago." Okay, that's how she starts the statement. And then she goes, and she goes, I, I just want you to know, this is the first time I've been out and about since he died, and I was really happy to see you. And I was like, "Wow, I'm." You've set the bar. I, first of all, she set the bar so low, right? Like that. Like, like. But that's very sweet. I didn't hear that. It was really sweet. And then her daughter proceeded to step down the steps and then wipe out. And that I was. Saw, pretty- I was just about to bring that up. That was hilarious. And then Eric helps her up. And then as soon as he's done helping up this, oh man, I couldn't help but make fun of her though. He helps her up because she's a totally trashed motherfucker. And then. Uh, I notice and I tell Eric that she's got that stereotypical like white trash tattoo on her tit. <laughs> yeah. I said, you know she's got a dead kid because there's dates and angel wings. Oh, and it yeah. was a kid she neglected. And it's like, <laughs> how did this happen? Like, we know how this happened. It's called meth. Like, we it, get it. It's called fetal alcohol syndrome. And she's a champion <laughs> yeah. for, you know, putting that on her. It was really funny, <laughs> Ashley explaining to these two uh, 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 people of color that were sitting on there they're like it's a white trash thing we do this when a child dies we write it on our titty it's a weird thing that we do Yeah, because that's where uh, i fed you and that's where you <laughs> die right on my chest um what's what's even funnier though is as soon as that happened this other woman comes up to eric and thanks him and is like oh my gosh like you were great you were hilarious and then proceeds to hit on eric and is like well get me a few drinks and like i could be yours and i'm just staring at eric i'm like yeah eric don't you want a piece of that uh that was the women that hit on eric is probably my favorite thing because they are they're lovely you know what they are lovely women they still have a couple teeth. They do, 
They definitely bargain hunt at Walmart, so they know a good deal when they see one. I like Eric. I do and... look like I do look like the Dollar Tree of fucks. I understand like where she's coming from. Like I look like somebody in her wheelhouse. She did have like, I, and listen, I'm a fella. I don't have tattoos. I appreciate a good tattoo, but this lady looked like a, a straight up lunchbox that was just slapping things on there. And I I also kind of. I don't hate that aesthetic. I, I respect that you went along and you were like, yep, I'm getting this thing, that thing, and that thing. None of them make sense. There's no composition to it, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. My favorite thing, though, is to think that the reason Eric doesn't have tattoos is I just assume that he's so white and fragile that the minute the needle touches his skin, he bruises like a banana. Oh, no, no, no. That I can't. I can tell you right now, you're, you've are you never been more wrong about that. Um, I am... Uh, <laughs> I, from years of getting the shit kicked out of me playing rugby, my fucking skin and everything is made out of wood. I mean, you can fucking hit me with a bat. I might bruise like three days later, possibly, maybe. But no, everything on me is like I have a incredible threshold for pain, one. Uh, so much so that this is a fun thing. I've never shared this on the pod, and I don't know if it's weird. And I don't know if a lot of people have seen it, but... A thing that I do when I'm really hammered and I don't remember it, I only know it the next day, is that I will actually try to punch myself in the face as hard as I can. I know that's a weird thing. Mostly it's to wake me up and I don't feel it at the time, but when I wake up the next day, I'll feel my jaw. I'm like, you were doing that stupid thing where you punch yourself as hard as you can in the face, weren't you? And yeah, that's a thing that I do. And it's it's a weird thing because like, I like to know that if I like to know that you probably can't punch me harder than I've already punched myself is, is and, and it's not a self like pain thing. I just want to know that I can take it and not be knocked out. And I I've done this say, for years. <laughs> it's super weird, Jeremy. I got to tell you, I remember when I thought I was the saddest person. <laughs> Um, but Jeremy, your brother, I think Eric just won for the first time. That was, was this, horrifying to find out. I mean, that's a bad thing that I do, and I don't like that I do it, but it, it does indeed hey. happen. Hey, by the way, if I change my camera angle, <laughs> down the hall is is the guy, the fat guy from Night of the Demons. All right. Oh, oh shit. Pig fuck. Hell yeah. yeah. Look at all. Oh, is that him right there? So there is a bearded man that looks like a uh, biker Santa Claus who has seen good days. He's currently sitting at a table waiting for people like Jeremy to pay to give him respect. And I'm all I'm all about it. I would. Jeremy, how much have you talked to the guy from uh Night of the Demons? since you've been there uh, and, and good, has good, he asked you to leave already no but uh we we talked some acting and stuff like that so it was good that's good because like his name Hal. Hal, or do you or do you think you guys guys are gonna hang out have you had uh have you any had any hangouts since you've been there because historically we've talked about this on on the sh- on past shows where you've met up with people from like the band guar like sleazy p you've done oh, yeah, we you've partied. done drugs with people it has any of yes. this happened at this event have you had any experiences similar uh no we I didn't I didn't hang with anybody famous today uh off the time well uh, Jeremy stop let me so, Jeremy let me stop you right there you still haven't hung out with anybody famous but continue your story no but I'm I'm leaving <laughs> after this I'm going I'm done this but, is it uh, no my 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 uh my buddy Edward he uh pretty much forced me to hang with William Forsyth from uh devil's rejects and he, i know that Forsyth whoa, whoa, whoa. Hates me because yeah well william Forsyth dislikes you in the past he's popped your balloons you guys have had a bit of a feud at the uh at the shows here he, he popped two more today the, to, to the other day is he a bu- is william Forsyth your bully or do you need me to come in and 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 no he knows, and show- he knows that i think it's funny and I was already done for the day. But, after uh, after the fifth swirly, I was like, <laughs> "I think I've had enough, William. This is too much. This is too much <laughs> hilarity." Oh, and I got and I, I I had a good long talk with Eric Roberts from um, Star Eighty slash uh, Cable Guy slash uh, Heroes slash um, 
the Pope of Greenwich Village. So anyway, good. anyway, that, you don't know that those, those old of actors anyway. So, oh, I think he's no, also I Doctor Who. Lately. I I know it's he's the same actor that came out of the uh, he came out of the same pussy as fucking Julia Roberts. I'm very well That's aware right. of Eric Julia Roberts. Roberts' brother. Yes, so Eric Roberts. Oh yeah, he was in that Mariah Carey music video. We belong together. Ah. <laughs> God, you so, you somehow pulled a more obscure reference out of that than anyone. Oh, so, so of course the whole reason the whole reason for going to the show was to meet uh, Mark uh, Mark Halton, yeah, otherwise so, known as uh, Gacy. So Mark Halton, Mark Halton, before you go and tell us about this, Jeremy, Mark Halton actually follows us on Instagram, correct, Ashley? And he just started he just started following me too. Yes. Oh, now now you're in the mix because you came up. Your Jeremy's in full Pogo the Clown regale, uh, 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 fucking cosplay. Hey, look at Santa Claus. What the hell is this? Oh hey, my I'm God, it's Edward Young X. He's in the mix. What's up? <laughs> Buddy? Oh yeah, I just got a picture with Ginger Lynn. Isn't she wonderful? Oh she's man, so <laughs> I loved, I loved her acting back in the day. And uh, we were uh, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy and I were hanging out with William Forsyth before. Yes. Yeah. Hey, does hey hey Will? By the way, we have we have Edward X, Jeremy's friend, uh, also star of the movie The Killer Clown Meets the Candy Man, uh, former guest on the show. Edward, can you explain to us a little bit of the William Forsyth Jeremy no. thing? Does William Forsyth actually hate Jeremy, or is it a love hate no. relationship? I think he hates Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't know where to stop telling you. I don't know where to stand. You see, William Forsyth, I've known him for about 15 years, and he always has been very kind to me because uh, he, he loves New England, where I came from. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, he took his – when he played John Gacy in Dear Mr. Gacy, he told me how the role tormented him. He took it very seriously, and, and he was disturbed for, like, months afterwards – and, and, and it was kind of funny because uh, I told him, well, I played some criminals too. But uh, I, a, a while back, he said, you know, I was at a convention talking to him and Jeremy was there and he goes, well, you know, there, there's this there's this guy I see at these conventions who dresses up like Casey. This guy's a total fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he, he thinks it's like a joke. He goes, you know, guy makes me sick. <laughs> Oh, that's a really good friend of mine, Bill. We acted in a movie together where he plays Casey, and so I don't know where I stand. I, I offered him, I offered him a copy of our movie, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, and, and he said, uh, if I watch this, will it upset me? And I said, it might, because then maybe you should give me a copy. So I said, look, I don't want you to hate me. I said, because I'm not going to judge you because of your friends. But he goes, but he said, but I can judge your friends. <laughs> I like that philosophy. It's what I also live by. <laughs> also, love, love the hat. Hell yeah. That is awesome. Hell yeah. This hat, this, hat like the, this hat caught the attention of Eric Roberts. He liked the hat so much. I love that. And Eric Roberts, you know, uh, and Denise Crosby, Julia, Julia Roberts, uh, more talented, you know, sibling there. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. They, we yeah, were talking about how they shared a similar uh, pussy abode at one time before you hopped and, on. But anyhow, he was very nice. He was a, he was, he was a true gentleman. Texas. I. Uh, a, it's funny, Edward. I. I got. I got. If people watch this, he was a true gentleman. We had a lot of laughs, even though we were philosophically on polar opposites. All right. So he's a cool guy. He's a totally cool guy. Now, I, uh, he, he I've been, um, I, I've been going around lately, Edward, uh, yeah. and, um, I, I I performed for our, our, our United States military on uh, a couple different occasions. I've gone overseas to uh, wonderful great, Middle Eastern countries, and I've been doing uh, I've been doing uh, this uh, this bit. It's been really it's been going really well. I was like, hey, I've you know I performed for uh, the troops overseas. Give it up for our troops. And I was like, hey, more importantly, I just want to say the troops I performed for they just took back Afghanistan. So let me give it up for them and. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really flips them as, on their head. It's as, great. As our, as our retarded uh, new president, <laughs> the imbecile in chief, calls them the Taliban. But I think no, that- no, nobody, 
I think, and I'm not a supporter of the Joe Biden policies, but let me, hear me out. I think having a legit, having, (laughs) having an actually insane old man at the helm of our country is really, really fun. I, I will say it is it it's it's fun to watch the guy who can't string two sentences together go up and then go you know what I'm talking yeah. about it is it you know what they always said the Trump would be great for comedy this Joe Biden is great for comedy let me tell I, you that you know what that's a great point Eric and I gotta say you know every week that I do the podcast you you guys are worried about the Taliban I'm worried about getting shadow banned oh <laughs> I've, been, I've been there I've been there I'll, I'll make certain posts on Facebook and nobody comments problem with uh, with William uh, Forsyth and Jeremy yes yes, yes. back to the back to the real <laughs> I was, I, was, I was trying really hard to get William Forsyth to like Jeremy. I said, you got to understand it. It's a different interpretation of the role. We were engaging in satire. And he goes, I don't think the subject matter like mandates satire. I said, well, yeah, it does. Because, you know, it's just a weird cultural thing we have. America loves it. Serial killers. They're like sports stars. You know, we, we talk about the body count like it's a, like it's a, like it's a football score. And uh, I said, if you really gave our movie a chance, maybe you wouldn't hate Jeremy because you'd see that he would a legitimate commentary. Yeah. Why don't, why doesn't Williams, why can't William Forsyth maybe be a little bit more like Kane Hodder, right? Gacy oh, fanatic. That was hilarious. Oh, is that Ginger Lynn? Who's coming down the hallway here? Thanks for getting in the way of the camera. So, in front of my camera. <laughs> this is the show has gone oh, off the rails. Hey, uh, oh, Jeremy, oh, you got to interview one of the gentlemen who uh, put on this wonderful uh, horror convention that you're at in Allenstown, PA. Would you like to yes. preface this next thing with anything? Uh, he is. He's done uh, a couple of indies, and he's uh, he had a little bit of notoriety, definitely in the indie world. And uh, he's running these shows now, and he's this is this is a second show in Allentown versus uh, Atlantic City. All right, so this is uh, this is Mark Weber, uh, Jeremy's interview with Mark Weber, Ryan Scott Weber, Ryan Scott Scott Weber, Weber, not Mark Weber, like how Jeremy sent it over to me and what I'm reading in front of me, but that's fine. I'm not upset about it at all. I mistyped it. I'm sorry. Well, here, Ryan Scott Weber. Here's the interview. Hey, you, you are Ryan Scott That's me. Weber. I'm Ryan Scott Weber from New Jersey Horrorcon and PA Horrorcon, and also the Sheriff Tom vs. Zombie movies, as well as Mary Horror and Pretty Fine Things. And uh, this is your first uh, PA Horrorcon. It is, yes. Very, very successful. Uh, um, you're, you're running the show. We're here in Allentown. We're having a great time. It's loud behind me, as you can hear. And, uh, Last it's, it's, call oh. for Fright Night. Uh oh. Last call for Stephen. Okay. It won't. It won't intrude at all. No. <laughs> this is the atmosphere. So uh, we love it here. Thank you for coming. So you've gone show. from directing to uh, to doing these shows. Yeah, it's very similar to directing. And uh, uh, any 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 comment on our movie Heavy Metal this week? Oh, I'm excited to watch Heavy Metal. I, th- I think it's a great uh, a work of art. Do you think there's enough naked boobs in it though? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's. it's I, it's the balance is there, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you for you. your time. Thank I know you. you're as busy as fuck. We'll today. see you at the next one. So, uh, here's my card. Thank you. Oh, very nice. You gave him your card. Has he called you back yet, Jeremy? He doesn't need. Me. He doesn't need to call me. He knows me. So. Oh, you guys are buds. That's cool. Well, that's fun. I'm glad we got to hear from him. I know I won best actor at the the Jersey Con. Are you now, Jeremy? At this place, did you have to pay a cover to get in, or did you get in on uh, your own? Yes, escort? even though I probably could have schmoozed and begged. I like. I like when you schmooze and beg. It's a big. I'm a big fan of it. Let's just say I was poor enough for the show. I'd had to sell T-shirts to be able to pay for the show. Okay, I like that, uh, but I like that about you, Jeremy. Now, Jer- I didn't get paid for my last paycheck. I only got one day out of two. Okay, well, fuck, you know, <laughs> Biden's America, am I right? All right, so look, um, <laughs> Jeremy, I, I, do, I have a serious question, though. Um, yes. You talked to our mother this week, our sweet mother, yes. who's had a, he's, she's had a hell of a week. There's been some loss in the family. We're not going to get into that too heavily, but... Um, 
she no, told you she told you a story about uh, a, a lady that we've mentioned on the show before, and I'll let you know this lady's fucking batshit crazy. And I'm telling you, she's a level ten out of ten. I see UFOs. I see this. It doesn't matter. The next thing that comes out of her mouth, the thing that comes after you will be the craziest thing that you've heard that day, and the thing that she says next will be the next craziest thing you've heard that day. She just doubles down on the crazy and. This story that Jeremy regaled me with is up there as one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. It's kind of like one of those happy stories like the Holocaust. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So, uh, mom's known this woman for how long? I guess she... uh, I don't want to... I shouldn't tell you too much about her background. Let's just say, like Eric said, she's crazy. Um, Apparently, for the last month... She hadn't heard from her daughter. Um, apparently, finally, she just goes to her daughter's place and apparently finds her daughter um, dead from an overdose. Whew. That's not the bad part. The bad part is her daughter had probably been laying there for at least two weeks dead. Oh, and that's not and that's not the bad part. The bad part is. She'd been living with a guy who was still living there, and apparently to cover up the fact that she had overdosed, was using many, many cans of Febreze and charcoal to cover up the rotting stench of a body, while also driving around town in her car and maybe trying to sell her uh, car. So, obviously, a lot of drugs going on there, and uh, the the worst comes to worse. Um obviously a police investigation wow which i think the bigger issue is that hey hey this is eric woodworth uh with the quality time podcast and i just want to say febreze sponsor of the show listen when your girlfriend ods and you need to use her car for two more weeks to drive around town and do the things that you need to do febreze can cover up that odor of total decay and death that is permeating from a small row home in central maryland so febreze so you can continue living your life hey mr mr gacy uh uh i noticed a smell from uh, coming from your basement this is john wayne gacy for febreze just think of how many more bodies i can hide with febreze i'm john wayne gacy <laughs> oh, good bit, Jeremy. I I appreciate that. That was good. Sorry, I couldn't hear the music. Wow, what a fucking horror story! And why my mother ever brought her to my own home so she knows where I live terrifies me on a daily basis. Well, you know, it's it, that's a, it's a, it's a real life horror story, and obviously somebody's going to be going to jail for it. So that's nice well that i that i like the jail part the i the boyfriend has to go to jail now i mean that that's covering up a, a death right that's it that is a punishable offense i feel i don't like. i don't think the good samaritan uh clause goes after like two weeks i was a good samaritan i sprayed for breeze on this dead body <laughs> i don't know if that i don't know if that holds up in court good job jeremy um shout outs to that are we ready to get into today's movie for for the fans here because god what a banger we're about to go on the 1981 classic i call it a classic uh without remorse and that would be uh heavy metal uh gosh what to talk about this now ashley you hadn't seen heavy metal and you called me up during the week and i said you gotta check out heavy metal what did you like initial thoughts of it um, so I was in the middle of heavy doses of new medication, and I was ready to experience all kinds of new things. And I was watching South Park Major Boobage episode, uh, season 12, episode 3, I believe. And I, uh, Eric had sent me some music, and I was like, hey, this is what it reminds me of. And he goes, oh, no, no, you've never seen heavy metal. And I was like, fuck yeah, daddy, I'll, I'll do anything right now. <laughs> and so he, he told me to watch it. I didn't even knew, uh, know that this existed, and I fucking loved it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I ha- by the way, after seeing it, not getting into the movie, 
do you have a new appreciation for the South Park episode itself? Yes, I absolutely do. But yeah, this this movie kicks It is good. And it's one of my favorite kind. I'm a sucker for anthologies, as you guys know here on the Quality Time Pod. Um, If you go back to our other episodes, some of my favorite ones we've ever done are like the creep shows of the world. Can't wait to do Cat's Eye in the future. But if it's a bunch of stories all linked together in one thing, I'm usually pretty fucking excited, a la Trick or Treat or anything else that you get. I love love Cat's Eye. God, we haven't done Cat's Eye, and I want to do it. It's funny. I was talking. I was uh, I was mentioning this week that uh, um, to uh, the great Tommy Simbazo that there's four movies that I watch that give me what I call fever dreams, and I don't know if you ever have the like a fever dream where like you can get a thought stuck in your head and you're kind of sick and it just screams at you for the entire night. Uh, there are four movies that are stuck in my head that give me this, and one of them is Cat's Eye. Uh, it just given me the worst nights of my life. Well, speaking of eyes, I do know exactly what you mean. I, before you boys ever knew me, I had a large, hideous mole next to my eye removed, and I couldn't open my eyes for two days because of the stitches. And I was under a heavy dose of medications, and I woke up in the middle of the night not remembering that my eye had been sewn and I had fallen asleep to fear and loathing in Las Vegas and I woke up screaming. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, uh, no, uh, Cat's Eye is definitely a future one. But this one was actually uh, produced by the great Ivan Reitman, who uh, put together a pretty all-star cast here. Um, Ivan Reitman, of course, the uh, the mastermind between uh, behind such movies as Ghostbusters, Six Days and Seven Nights, and uh, Up in the Air. Uh, produced a lot of big ones back in the day here. Disturbia, Euro Trip, um, big name producer here. Twins, uh, God, it's just. Uh, Stripes, some of the greatest movies you've ever seen, which leads us to some of the people he brought together for this one because we have voiceover and uh, uh, character work by people like uh, John Candy as well as uh, Eugene Levy, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of funny people. Say, I'm sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. That's Ginger Lynn in the red. Oh, that's Ginger Lynn. Jeremy, Jeremy is... Um, pointing out ginger lynn currently at the uh, at the show so that's great in red i saw her she's away now and now it's just a guy in jorts that is uh is not gonna have sex today anyway should, should, uh, I, should I invite over pig pig guy i mean what's if he if he comes over yeah why not i mean this is this is one of ashley's what's, heroes what, what's his name again pig what pig fuck or uh pig fuck no i forget it i forget his nickname in fright night and ashley knows it but she's not sharing it with us what is it, Ash? I'm in a great. I'm in a. Oh man, Eric's like testing the limits of what my medication can do, and I don't know why he's doing this. He's like, you know what? I want to see how well it's really working. Um, right. Here's a tip, Eric. Your mom's friend isn't the only one who's going to be found several weeks later. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't I didn't know I was messing with the Ashley this bad. I apologize. I'll be quiet now. Um so uh <laughs> She hasn't started screaming yet. No, she has she, she, I I we're going to get Ashley back on our side. I feel it already. Um so this movie, uh, it's a very fun one. I love the animation for it. I love everything about it. The cast that's put together. Um, it has. Uh, it, it's. It, it's an anthology that's made up of a bunch of little parts. It starts off with uh, what's called the soft landing when a 1959 fiberglass-bodied Chevy Corvette uh, is deployed from space shuttle and lands on Earth and drives up to a mansion. And I like the mixed media there because, like, it kind of comes in with like this uh it's like it looks like a real chevy but there's an animated guy in it and uh they pull up and uh he has this weird evil green orb that he shows to his daughter that in instantly liquefies his body before his daughter's eyes as it comes to tell her the gruesome tales of its ancient evil pretty fucking you know, metal the weird, opening the weird thing is, is that it, this really predated uh time bandits yeah, it, it did indeed. Yes. 
Because if you ever find something that's like really cool, don't touch it or you'll die. Don't touch it. It's pure evil. Please. <laughs> so uh, the first the first story opens up and it's the uh, the cabbie story uh, called uh, Grimadali. Uh, or I'm sorry, Harry Canyon, uh, a 21st century New York cab driver who finds himself involved between a carnivorous gangster and a beautiful daughter of an archaeologist uh, to fight over the green glowing orb called the Lochnar. Uh, <laughs> I did say, research who who was what was uh, Bruce Willis's character name in uh in the Fifth Element. Dude, exactly. It was it's pretty much the same exact character, even though it's it uh, animated and, and one wasn't. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think Eric and I even talked about that before we like hopped on when I was actually watching the movie in real time. Um, yeah, just like how many parallels compared to Fifth Element and this story is a little unsettling. Uh, unsettling. Also, Eric, did you say that his name or the episode is called Harry Canyon? It is called Harry Canyon, the story. That's also my nickname. <laughs> Oh, great. I love that. Um, no, I like I like the first story. It really sets a tone for the rest of the movie. It's just a fun, twisted tale about a girl who uh, sleeps with this cab driver, who this cab driver gets caught up. He has a fucking button in his car that can evaporate anyone in the back. Um, there's twists, there's turns, but ultimately when he gets a hold of the sweet glowing orb and uh, gives it to the guy, he ends up melting himself uh and uh gets the money but uh the money is then the the lady goes and tries to uh to, to strong arm him and rob him and instead of uh having sex with her rocking tits and begging for forgiveness he just evaporates her and it's it's just a fun way to kick off the whole thing i think if i was like no 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 yeah, ashley go ahead I was just going to say, sorry, I do find it kind of funny that he looks like Paul Summit. Sol- <laughs> I've been drinking. He looks like Paul Simon, but he acts like Eric the way he slurps up mayonnaise. It's Oh, it's like God. Yeah. I am a I'm a I'm a lover of mayonnaise and uh, and cartoons. Those are my two my two vices. I, I think if I was 30 years older, I'd understand the parallel that the bad guy is the, the cookie cutter bad guy, probably from some film from like the 40s or 50s, some typical noir that, that we just haven't seen because it's like fucking ages ago. You know who I really yeah. think the bad guy looks like in this? Um, it's a very rec- more recent reference, but uh, 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 fucking Mad Max Fury Road. He looks like the leader of um, not Bullet Town, but the banking town, the guy with all the boils and shit like that. Oh, that's weird. I didn't. I mean, I don't see that. I made a note that said, "Why is Jeremy in this movie and nobody told me?" <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, now I must eat another sandwich. <laughs> so, uh, as the Lochnar unfolds its uh, uh, tales of terror before this horrified girl, the next one is called Den, and uh, it's about a little boy who uh, gets transformed into a muscle-bound freak, uh, voiced by John Candy. And uh, I think this is probably my. I remember watching this as a youngster with my great friend and former guest on the show, Mr. Sean Laskowitz. And I remember this one being my favorite one when I watched it. A, because it's about a nerdy kid who becomes a muscle-bound freak that saves a girl with big titties and does nothing but fuck in it. It's a really, it's a, it. you know what? It's an inspiring story. It, feel, it feels a, fills a void in my heart wherever I go. Um, but uh, I really do enjoy this. I also love how, God, like, it, it, there's multiple bad guys that come into it, but it, it's probably the biggest one out of heavy metal that, uh, other than the final story that we'll get into, that just features lots of titties. I mean, there's just so many titties in this one. Which can we talk I about? The, can we talk about the most important scene in the lovemaking scene? Is that he has to get her disrobed from that damn string? <laughs> yes, yes, he doesn't know how to get it undone. Which was it? This story or the first one where she has full bush? It's this one, isn't it? 
She's yeah. got, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? The whole thing is how the fuck do you draw your ideal woman and she is sporting full bush? I, I, I couldn't I could not wrap my head around it. I was like, you know what, from now on. I'm letting it grow out. It's already at full muskrat. I'm not even touching it anymore. If that's what the boys want, that's what they're going to get. Not going to lie. I, I'm going to go. I'm just going to say this right now. I don't like no hair. Trimmed is okay. But bring me the bush. Because you know what I'm bringing to the party? The exact same thing. So uh, hey, if, 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 if you're climbing that ladder, nice beaver. I <laughs> yeah. had it stuck. I don't like the idea that Eric's crotch looks like Davy Crockett's head. Now, I, listen, I used to be into... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no. Like, listen. When I was when I was younger, I liked I liked a, I liked a nice, well kept, shaved pussy. And then I had uh, two girls, and then I wiped fucking vaginas for the last like like five or six years. And then I was just like, ew, gross. Why don't you grow some hair and become a become a lady? <laughs> well, no, but I hear that because like it's childish to be there and then a lot of guys are like yeah it gives me pedophile vibes i don't enjoy it as much and i'm like perfect my laziness is your turn on Fuck you. <laughs> that reminds me of my favorite super tramp song when i was young i liked real shade pussies sorry that's super tramp i like it thank you for sharing that jeremy with us it's thank the, you for the, sharing your truth pussy song. this place i i just want to make a space where that can exist that's where i want it to be more than anything um so uh no i love the story where he becomes this uh muscle-bound freak and the fact that it's voiced by john candy a fellow fat guy who i might look like a, a hair uh who actually <laughs> sends me things it was like look at eric and i try not to be hurt by it it's really it's a fun time can, and can we talk about the most important line of the, the thing what's that when when they they try to make sure that it's rated art he's like hey i gotta wear a loincloth i'm not just gonna walk around with my dork hanging out i love that he called it a dork hell yeah that was very funny yeah. to me no, but no, I look, Eric. John Candy's a funny man. Like you should, you should take that as a compliment. And you're also gonna die young. <laughs> I could, I could do way more push-ups than a John Candy could ever do. Um, also. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also like uh, the, there's two bad guys in it. Uh, so he he comes in and he rescues a, a big titted woman from what looks like an Aztec uh, uh, ritual murder to a certain extent. Um, but he also runs into another bad guy who also wants to sacrifice a girl to the earth. To the earth. But hey, the one bad guy, the one bad lady, she has ginormous tits. They're out for everybody to see. And then the guy is just the most a feminine man who's just like hello and i'm also immune to bullets i'd like to throw that on top of everything <laughs> i just it this makes me laugh this whole movie makes me laugh so hard because i know to some degree it is satire but i just love that men are obsessed with being like i'm your hero i'm gonna save you oh you're gonna fight for me you're gonna fix things around the house no, I'm gonna save you with my penis. <laughs> Great, love you. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, so uh, he is able to ultimately save the day, and the Lochnar moves on as uh, both of the bad guys end up fighting uh, to their own death. Uh, but the next story, let me tell you. What a beggar. It's about Captain Stern and uh, God and Hanover Fist, who uh, ha Captain Stern is can, facing can some. We, can, we, can we talk about the most important part about the last story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that as a bad guy, he's probably one of the gayest of all bad guys. We mentioned it. I said a feminine. You said gayest. Whatever. I mean, whatever you're more comfortable okay, with. Okay, a feminine. But um, I, I just love how he's like, hmm, well, why don't you go ahead and shoot me then? <laughs> <laughs> As if this isn't the first hard thing that's been in me today. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, 
I do like that. Uh, but the next story, Captain Stern is great. Uh, he's in in a a spaceship facing uh, some type of intergalactic charges in front of a uh, uh, an alien jury and judge, and uh, he calls up his one character witness, which is Mister Hanover Fist. And uh, I love Hanover Fist and this story as he gets up there because the orb has corrupted his mind, and he goes in there and just starts saying, and he did this and that and blah la la Ugh. the the captain actually reminds me of homelander from the amazon show the boys oh yeah yeah strong jaw or an american dad if you will whatever you want to yeah. you know whatever connotations you want well, the idea is that he gives off a superhero type vibe very like americana but he's a huge douchebag oh yeah huge dick but uh Hanover Fist eventually becomes a giant space alien Hulk-like monster and starts destroying everything. And then when he finally has Captain Stern in a corner, Captain Stern says, good job, Hanover. Now you deserve your pay. He gives him a, a bunch of credits, which look like American greenbacks, even in the future. Um, must be, they. We somehow, that's the one thing. Here's the thing that I, I really enjoy about heavy metal uh, is that in the future, America has still figured out a way to control the world's energy and use it as currency. And that's the most important for, thing for us as uh, uh, as Americans. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, that's but a deep, that's a deep take, Eric. I'm so glad that we have like I feel really lucky again as both an American and a woman just how many thoughtful hot political takes we've had on this episode i just want you boys to know you're what saving america thank you, <laughs> thank you. and I, I i and i just want to more than anything i want to make a space i want to make a space so that you can say that and that yes is, the that's world needs more do. space for white straight <laughs> i just i Put me in a closet because we need more space for you. I just want, I just want to, I want that to happen. Um, no, but then uh, as soon as he gets paid, he gets sucked out into the abyss of space, and uh, the story moves on. So, uh, just the classic American tale of a man who's a piece of shit that faces no consequences. It's just ugh, evil. It's a theme its way. every week. I love it. Last <laughs> week was Reanimator. I just, man, I am so thankful that the new medication keeps me at a steady level of disbelief that this is the reality I'm living in. <laughs> oh, God. Let's just be thankful that intestines aren't really that strong muscular-wise. Oh, okay. Yeah. The next, uh, the next story is a is a really fun one where they switch to. It's called B seventeen, which is like it's a World War Two bombing. Uh, you see a B seventeen flying over, uh, most likely uh, uh, Germany, and uh, the remaining crew gets uh, the crew gets completely wiped out by machine gun fire. Everybody gets fucking uh, laced with uh, uh, bullets everywhere. It's a good gory scene, one of the goriest that we've. Seen. Up can, I ask, this point. can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you say that they're um, bombing over Germany, which island near Germany are they bombing near? You're right. It's probably Japan, and I probably fucked that up. Um, they, it was Sicily. <laughs> I'll go with Sicily. Uh, okay. The island of Sicily. Got it. Yes, there you go. Um, so uh, they they, uh, they 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 go on a bombing run, and uh, eventually the crew is taken out, except for the captain and the co and uh, and the co-pilot. Co-pilot goes to check it out, but the green orb comes in and reanimates the dead bodies back to life, uh, rips the flesh from their fucking uh, bones, and these weird skeleton-like monsters try to murder the remaining two crew members. This one is probably my favorite, to be honest. I, I don't know. It just has that horror zombie feel, and it was done so well. And this is when we actually, if I'm not mistaken, we hear the song, Heavy Metal. Um, so, like, tone, yeah, the tone is so good. I love this one. I think that I think that because of this alone, Iron Maiden made three songs just to go with this video. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I see what you're doing there. One, one of them like is that. called Tail Gunner. Um, one of them is, uh, probably, um, one of the songs off power slave, uh, you know, aces high. And, uh, and I think there's at least another one, but it's like, 
yeah this song really this video really did need some good iron maiden agreed agreed jeremy agreed oh and uh, another thing when uh when Hanover fist is uh uh fist is actually going into the atmosphere it really reminded me of one of those uh icons from like skateboards where it's a fist with like an eyeball in it and it's like just disembodied hands i think the biggest problem with the Hanover fist story is when he pulls the ejection thing to suck that guy out into space there's no vacuum that like sucks him out he just falls like a cartoon and then the nothing captain sturt is just standing there like that's how trap doors work in space and we're just supposed to believe it (laughs) i would have i would have preferred to see like his eye sockets sucked out and like all of his flesh get turned inward something like that Pretty much go Ronnie Cox. (laughs) As the ghouls close in on our co-pilot, he's able to jump uh, out of the plane and land on a deserted island. But as soon as he lands there, it is the uh, fucking worst place you could have possibly landed because it's where everybody else has crash landed. It is also a zombie monster skeleton that's trying to rip your flesh from your body. And I really think that scene when he landed on the island should have had a superimpose that said Germany. <laughs> hey, I like this part of the story. I enjoyed it. It's like it's like Walking Dead meets Lost. Uh, everybody, everybody knows that like zombies are scary, but when they're like Nazi zombies, they're like extra scary because they like to break things. So, uh, the last uh, the last story before our big closer and finisher here is called "So Beautiful, So Dangerous," uh, where a voluptuous secretary who's wearing the Lochnar around her neck as a necklace gets abducted by aliens uh, onto a spaceship, uh, where uh, she falls in love with an android, also voiced by John Candy. Um, this is where we learn that um, a Stephen Colbert is a robot. Yes. <laughs> no, he he is a robot. Uh uh I it, this one is the one that is literally just it feels like the most transitional of the stories like that doesn't like if you cut anyone out I'll be like I'll be all right if this one didn't exist. But it is it does have some fun moments of uh like two stoners that are flying a sp- intergalactic spaceship uh, that that's kind of fun. A robot who is basically talking giant dildo that's ready to go do his fucking thing all that shit uh is rolled up into this story uh but i i forget how this one ends jerry do you remember how so beautiful so dangerous ends the one where the lady gets abducted um i think it, it ends when they all um take so much cocaine they all die <laughs> that is important to mention that they do have a uh, giant uh, dispenser of space cocaine that goes out into the uh, into the room that just fucking lights everything up. Jeremy, talk about this story while me and Ashley go pee. Oh my gosh, you gotta leave me leave me on this. So um, yeah, he's. That they're there he's like a robot that likes to have sex with women and that's the plot because there there has to be sex in in heavy metal every five minutes so that's the movie heavy metal yeah that's why people pay movie people to make movies so they can see big giant um cartoon tits on women that don't exist unless they have like real real heavy duty surgery so that's the news from Lake Wobegon, where all the um, children are above average and all the women are, are beautiful. So, you know, stay warm in there in Minnesota because uh, it gets cold, cold in the mind, cold in the soul. Man, I'm so glad I just came back from the bathroom to find Eric going to the bathroom on camera. What a joy. <laughs> yeah, you guys both left me at the same time. I was about Sorry, to I, I at least there. wrote in chat, hey, got to pee really bad. BRB turned off my camera and left the room. For the listeners, Eric left his camera on and just turned around and peed like the garbage human. Hey, that, that is that <laughs> is the benefit of having a studio, bathroom, podcast, music, no. comedy um, oh, studio. Oh, Edward, get out of the way, please. What? Oh, Hold on. Jeremy's trying to show us something else before we get to our way, mighty climax. By, 
by the way, the the black guy from Demon Demon Night of the Demons also has his uh pirate costume on. <gasps> So you can see the pirate costume. Very lovely. That's kind of cool, actually. That's pretty dope. That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, and by the way, um, uh, Pee Wee's girlfriend from Pee Wee's Big Adventure is in costume as the um, the uh, waitress as well. Oh, very nice. Very I think nice. her name is Schlesinger. Eliza Schlesinger is there. That's really yeah, good. Yeah. Good to know. Covered her whole face. All right, back to back All to right, the show. Back to back to the show. Back to the action. Um, Jeremy, way to way to pick up the slack there. I appreciate it. Which brings us to the uh, the last story, other than the uh, the epilogue here, which is uh, Tarna, where uh, the Lochnar corrupts a tribe of human outcasts, turning them into vicious marauders that will by the over. Way, my- by the way, my 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 uh, my phone might die any minute. So if the, if I'm gone, I'm gone. If we do it, we'll figure it out, brother. Don't worry. I'm We've literally done... down to three. I'm literally down to three percent. If I'm going to be honest with you, in terms of white males working, you've done more than enough. So uh... I tried. <laughs> this is... Oh, Eric, I see you're trying to be like me. It's not working. <laughs> What you should have said was, Jeremy, this is the most work you've done in two weeks. There That's what go. I should Fucking Love light you. them up. So uh, uh, the Lochnar corrupts a tribe of human outcasts, turning them into vicious marauders that will overwhelm the world with cold, murderous violence. And let's, not, let's not forget the most important part is the band that plays as Devo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the last fucking beacon of hope is a warrior race seeking to avenge the deaths of the people that she was sworn to protect, which happens to be a woman with gigantic breasts that we see naked for the first minute and a half of the movie. God, uh, you know, listen, I uh, the last story is really fun. You get a strong female, huge titted protagonist that does nothing but go into bar fights, fuck shit up, and then uh, fight a giant marauding guy with a fucking, he's got a fucking saw blade hand that he comes at her with, and oh god, it, I, I enjoyed the whole last story of the chosen one, uh, it was really it was a fun ride yeah, I just, look, all I need to do is get a little bit taller and less fat, and I can cosplay as her <laughs> Ashley, you were you were actually thinking about getting uh getting a tattoo of the uh, I am of the lady. absolutely getting a neck tattoo hidden under my hairline. Yeah, Th- that'll be cool. Like with the little yeah. sword like that, that'll Decker, be badass. Absolutely. Um, yeah. she is able to overcome the uh, the dangers of the Lochnar and uh, actually uh, destroys evil for a bit, um, but. Uh, Obviously, the Lochnar still exists. It's talking to this little girl right here, but he does mention very early on that she he wants to show her how he's destroyed all of her people. But guess what? She's the last one. She ends up taking the fucking mantle of uh, of badass into the world and uh, continues to fight against evil. Uh, as that little girl is now uh, the one flying the fucking weird winged beast well, that looks like I mean, a. Like- I'm not mistaken, Eric. Isn't she Tarna? Isn't she literally living in a weird time loop to where she is Tarna? I'm not really sure. Uh, I was, uh, listen, I think if you try to overanalyze uh, heavy metal um, and try to, if you try to deconstruct it to a point where drugs aren't fun to do anymore, then it's not heavy metal anymore. Does that make sense? (laughs) Eric, they're already not fun. (laughs) She, She encapsulated it with two words, time loop. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. But she does get I'm her feminist. fun she gets her fun winged beast and she flies off and that is that brings us to an end of motherfucking heavy metal, which is just uh God, what a fun ride it was. Um Jeremy, your final thoughts on heavy metal in case we lose you. Um uh, if I want to take it out, um uh, no. Um uh, I'm pretty sure I definitely masturbated to this movie um, 40 years ago <laughs> um, to to cartoon breasts, and um, back when I just barely could even masturbate. Wow. Um, and um, let's just say um, 
Um, uh, the only other other dirty movies that were that were cartoons other than Ralph Bakshi movies, which are also pretty filthy. And um, you know, either way, Ralph. So Bakshi. yeah, haven't heard that name in a um, while. So. Ashley, your final thoughts on heavy metal. Um, I masturbated to this 40 minutes ago. Um, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I loved it. I'm really glad I finally watched it. And, uh, it's a cool thing to have in my nerd lexicon. I, uh, I personally love heavy metal. You know, uh, the, this movie was actually discontinued on VHS for a number of years because they couldn't secure all the rights to the music. Uh, and I know we're only playing the Don Felder theme song of heavy metal that actually is doesn't even show up as a theme song, uh, but is actually called heavy metal indeed but there's there's great uh folks from uh uh blue oyster cult uh to 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 ronnie james dio that are featured on this soundtrack uh very good pickup if you ever want to listen to some uh some great music and uh check all that shit out um ashley where can people find you at love um, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs, and you can catch me featuring for Tommy Sinbazo Friday, August 27th at Church of Satire Comedy Club. Oh, Church of Satire. I'm excited. Is this indoor or outdoor? Uh, indoor. We're finally open again Ooh, at the club. So, yeah, come up to fucking PA and go see your girl, Ashley Pontius. And don't forget to check out her merch, merch shop where you can get... Uh, all the fucking gore shit and all that and like get that if you're a gore whore get on there and buy a goddamn t-shirt uh it helps all of us out here uh but mostly ashley pontius and she deserves all of the praise and accolades she gets uh you can catch all things eric comedy of course at ericcomedy.com eric with a k comedy with a c and uh i don't know check all that shit out it's coming up soon ashley you're gonna have to take us out of here Oh boy, okay, ready? I'm itchy! I'm pretending to be Jeremy. <, <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving all of that in. I'm pretending okay, to be Jeremy. Like-